Our next guest was pretty vocal about it on Twitter. I saw a tweet from the great Richard Callender. Rich, uh, what do you think of this rule in the Big Bash? Um, Josh is going to invent a new cricket shot here to just tonk them straight up in the air and, and hit sixes everywhere. <laughs> Good morning, Lukey boy. Good morning, Josh. Look, I, I, I was corrected last night on Twitter. Of course, I, I said it was the dumbest, dumbest rule ever I've ever, ever seen in cricket. And I was quickly reminded of two weeks ago when you can apparently go up and have a coffee out in the car park but as long as you keep jumping off the ground, then come back in, you can still catch someone out. So yeah, that's a beauty too. They've got two of the stupidest rules ever seen. It's now becoming farcical. I don't watch as many games as I used to. The Big Bash, I only watch it because Junior's commentating. Otherwise, I wouldn't. But um, yeah, no, nah, Big Bash is starting to lose any credibility. That was embarrassing. It went straight up in the air. Straight up in the air. <laughs> I Knocked know. Out of I know. Oh, look, what could they do? Could they just tweak it a little bit and have a bit of no, discretion? mate. It hits the roof. It's a dead ball. You yes. bowl the ball again. Simple as that. It's not rocket science, mate. <laughs> surely. Surely. Anyway, hey, what about some racing? Uh, I mean, this was a shame yesterday at the Gold Coast. Uh, we can't control Mother Nature, but, gee, that track fell apart, didn't it? It was disappointing at best. Um, it's been going to fall apart for years, but that was it wasn't good enough yesterday, Josh. Um, look, I'm good mates. You've got to put it out there straight away. I'm good mates with Navest, the, the track manager. But um, the, the problem was... Too many Chiefs, not enough Indians. They complained the week before when I thought the track was perfect, that it was too firm. Mm. Um, I think they put the, the foot down that they wanted the track more watered. They overplayed the water. The rain that wasn't on the radar came. But if you start trusting the Bureau of Meteorology, they can't tell if it's raining when you're getting wet. Um, <laughs> you can jump in the middle of a pool. That's, I'm not sure if it's wet yet. They've got no idea. They've got $5 billion worth of equipment, and it's embarrassing how they make us horse tipsters look like absolute geniuses. And they even make you look clever, Josh. Um, <laughs> oh, easy. Hey, tell me, I thought you were going to have a shot at me then. Good on you. <laughs> Deflect to Reynolds. Cop that, son. <laughs> <laughs> nah, look, it was disappointing. Um, at least the race on Thursday. But yeah, look, um, you can only, things have happened. There's no use looking back. You've got to look forward. And I'm sure it'll be a good day Thursday. The track renovations are now being put back a week. They were going to be taught the, the whole Gold Coast track was being torn up tomorrow. That'll go back a week, and it, it'll be the track that this meeting deserves. Richie, even though you were just into me, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you there. I, I think, as a spectator, if you're if you're that excited to go to the Magic Millions uh, on that day. Um, and obviously, you know, like we said, we can't control the weather, but it just takes out the the vibe. You know, Saturday racing, big, big day, Magic Millions pushed to a Thursday. It, it, it's not a good memory, is it, for the people who went that day? Even though we said, Marlo, they would have stayed and had a few beers, but it's just yeah. not the same. You want the races to be racing. And of course. It just adds to the spectacle, doesn't it? Oh, uh, Josh, no, no doubt. Most disappointing. Um it's like when you go to watch a cricket uh, have a crew game and then you're reading your book or, or you're watching and it's clear daylight and the players go off for bad light. It leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Um, it was most disappointing. They say that uh, uh, Jupiter's Casino, Josh, was sending out text messages to staff. Get in here early. It was the hottest ticket in town. <laughs> they were the only winners out of yesterday at the casino on the Gold Coast. It was chockers. But, yeah, disappointing because it, it shouldn't have happened, Josh. There wasn't enough rain for the meeting to be caught off. That was a simple factor. Call it a rogue sprinkler, which I've seen. Call it overwatering. All I know is that it, it, it shouldn't have happened. It did happen. And now they've just got to look forward. But uh, Nathan Doyle had, a, obviously, a great day. Um, he obviously didn't answer his phone because I'll come on first. Well, um, to be honest, um, I'm, 
I'm not going to be too upset with him. Um, I no, hope, no, I hope he's got a massive headache and he, mm. he had a really good celebration last <laughs> night. Well, <laughs> to win that race yesterday, not in, just in Sydney, but the one at the Gold Coast, you know, for trainers like Nathan Daw to win that, like Cody Morgan that won the first, uh, two great you yeah. know, provincial and country trainers in New South Wales. I've got to promote the trainers. How good of trainers have we got in New South Wales? All comers from around the country. Nathan Doyle, a little battler from Newcastle, wins in the debut up there, the half-million-dollar race. So it was exciting to see. It really was. I've just got to lodge a minor protest there. I'm not sure he's a little battler. I think he's going pretty good. <laughs> oh, mate, listen, Joe, uh, Mr. Marlow there, all our trainers, mate, they, they're just surviving. The training fees uh, are just paying the bills. And, uh, look, we're, they're just trying to make their way, us, uh, the trainers, mate, it's... The jockeys, they're the ones who are all getting the big money. The trainers, mate, we're just, they're just surviving. And guess what? The jockeys are the bigger whinges. Oh, 100%. Wow. Well, you know. You I know. There's been some shots fired in this segment. Yeah, yeah, true. Jockeys, <laughs> co-hosts. At least you've got one of the whinges. There's a few others. Oh, look, no one's safe. <clears throat> no one's safe on this show, let me tell you. And just on, on that uh, win of Rush Hour yesterday, we did get the two races in at the Gold Coast, but... A big result for Nathan. I mean, that's a half a million dollar race and fantastic that Kobe Jennings could take an opportunity. And I mean, he's won big races. He won the Golden Eagle a few years ago, but um, this is his biggest success since that. It just goes to show, doesn't it? Like um, Kobe Jennings, few people have heard, who's Kobe Jennings? Well, Kobe can ride, let me tell you that. And remember, as you said, he got, the, he got the opportunity a few years ago to win uh, to win the Golden Eagle. And I think it was a, only won by a breath. Was it, what was it? He, um, was it Colette? Colette, no, Colette, it Colette, yep. Yeah, he won on Colette. He beat um, Brad Widdup's mare, um, who finally got her uh, ice bath, an absolute pimple on that very heavy track. That must be Kobe's go, you know, because the day that he won the Golden Eagle, remember it was it was absolutely a heavy 75. It was a bog track. And then yesterday, he must be a wet weather. He must be a wet weather boy. Mm, I know. Um, text here, Luke, why did they choose Thursday to run the remaining Magic Millions races? Seems a strange decision. Do they realise most people will be back at work? That's from Jason. And, yeah, we've spoken about it, Rich. I mean, it, it, there's not an ideal fix because I think if they were to push it to next Saturday, that would create an issue with the Brisbane Racing Club who have a Doombin meeting on. And, and I think they would have been unwilling to sort of share their Saturday slot with the Gold Coast. Yeah, no, look, they, they had meetings with um, a lot of the trainers, particularly, um, and the Magic Millions, but the, the trainers are working out what best day they can work the horse. Like, if you put the meeting back to, um, say, Tuesday, it makes it awkward. They've got to work the horse again. So mm. I think the trainers and everyone come happy with Thursday being the, the ideal day. Um, they've still got the sales the next couple of days at the Gold Coast up uh, there, so... A lot of people will still be in town, and the trainers thought that was the best scenario for their horse, a five-day gap um, to, to make sure all horses had the opportunity to be right. So all the scratchings will go back in, and then they'll, uh, they'll work out. And the, a lot of horses, there'll be more scratchings than you'd expect, but it's, I think there's, what, $12 million left to go around. Um, I'd even be running around if I was ready. Rich, uh, anything catch your eye at Rose Hill uh, on the weekend? Well, I think we're, we're. I think Chris Waller's uh, horse, Colino, might just prove he's a pretty, pretty, pretty good sprinter. You know, last preparation, Chris tried to get into eighteen hundred meters, uh, and you know what? When you you look at something back, like Chris Waller does, like footballers do, and you think, hello, you've got to try something to get a horse that you know's got the ability. Three weeks between runs, he's won two races over twelve hundred meters. This might this bloke might turn into a top draw sprinter, Kalino. Mm. 
Um, so yesterday. I wouldn't be. I think he was one of the highlights yesterday. Obviously, the the the, the clash between Spacewalk and the Horned Unicorn didn't come about. Would he have Spacewalk, won? Just quickly, sorry to interrupt you, but would he have won Spacewalk? Do you believe if he got the run? No, I was on him. No, I don't. I, I was on him. Uh, I don't think he would have won, and uh, it was a, a result for me if he had won. No, I don't think he would have won. I think Mara uh, Mara was just she was just too good. She got the job done. The Horned Unicorn had to cover ground. It was a funny run race. But no, I don't think Spacewalk would have won. But I, I think he'll take benefit from that. And he's still a pretty handy horse, Spacewalk. We saw that as a spring three-year-old. And with that run under his belt. But I think he's a type... He's still got a bee in his bonnet, Josh, even though he's gelded. He wanted to get his head up. He wanted to charge. Um, I think he'll be... Might, might be better on top of the speed where he can roll and, he, and, and do his own business. It was great to see Kerr Royale win the last. I tipped that on Friday night on Sky Channel. For all you punters, and I don't feel the pressure, Mr. Reynolds, it was just good to see it. <laughs> Reynolds and all the other blokes, they were a long snap at the odds-on quote, and I was on Kerr Royale, so it finished a nice day. Rich, being an uh, expert uh, tipster yourself, uh, our, little, our little mate uh, next, next – sorry, my little mate next to me uh, had a bit of screen time yesterday, um, you know, with, with all the tips. And he, and he – soon as I walked in the building today, he goes – Six out of ten. He reckons he tipped six out <laughs> yeah. of ten yesterday, mate. I so, that, have you got any? Have you got any <laughs> tips for for Marlow, mate, to be to take that next step to be the expert expert tipster? Well, Josh, he's only on there for one thing, and this is, uh, and I don't see it, but apparently he's on there for the eye candy for the girls. <laughs> <laughs> you too, Josh. He did produce the comment of, uh, of the day following the last race when he was slightly critical of young Matty Cartwright about not going up the inside fence, he said, have I missed... He's been there all day, Josh. He's been there all day. And he goes, is the inside fence off? Yes, Josh, it was, mate. Uh, none of the riders wanted to go there after the first. Well, I, I disagree with you. I disagree with you. What about Major Artie in race six uh, just getting knocked off on the line? Uh, what no, about... no, I'm just saying that's what the jockey's perception was that the inside wasn't the place to go. So were they wrong? No, I don't know, but... What happens is you'll get a trainer or connections tell the jockey, I don't want you going up there. It's no good there. So then you've got to find a way out, 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 out the middle of the track. Would have it made a difference? Not not, not to the followers of Coeur Royale. Oh, you're exactly right. Gee, it was stiff in the last, though, snapped. Um, but no, I thought that track was very fair yesterday. Uh, the, the... I thought it was too, my, my yeah. son. I thought the track played terrific at Rose Hill. Yeah, I mean, if, did they see Trooper Knuckle in race three, like scrape but, the paint up the inside? How and... good was that? You know, you talk about jockeys, and you should show that, or you can't show the replay. But, yeah, you know, we're you... a radio show, mate. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. But Flindell's call was good. It was. You can tell you that Amy McLucas went up there, and it, was, it wasn't as... Uh, emphatic as the National Willow one when he was on no. um, Kementari when he actually was inside the running rail. But you know, she had to push up on the inside and then get through and then keep momentum up. It was a, it was. a very good ride from a promising young rider, Amy McLucas. Can I just address your comments? I mean, you saying I'm on there to uh, attract the, a female audience. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure what you ate for dinner last night or what you're drinking this morning, but uh, that would have to be a stretch at best. Um, I've got a head for radio. We all know mm. it. Um, there's no need to try and butter me up, Calendar. Oh, no, no, no. I was 100% being sarcastic. No <laughs> he was fishing. He's fishing for a comment there. It, it's, the only, it's the only reason Dave Stanley likes going, travelling around with you. You make him feel better in the looks department. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, big week ahead, um, of course, with this move meeting, uh, and it'll all roll on in New South Wales. We've got racing at Orange today. Uh, where might we see you, Bob, up this week? I mean, you've been so busy. Uh, the joint would fall apart with, without you. 
Well, I'm not going to Orange, uh, but uh, I, I am having a bet at Orange. I'm, <laughs> I'm back. I'm back on a horse that's named after Joshy Reynolds and I. Not, uh, not, not about you, but it's in the last at Orange today. I'm having something on a horse called Down to Earth. Oh, uh, oh no. It's just come out. It's been scratched. Oh. <laughs> they knew you were tipping it. <laughs> What's she done to me? No, well, I'll be I'll be backing <clears throat> nieces and nephews in the uh, in the Cowra Cup, and good luck to the Cowra Club. Unfortunately, due to the the floods, the the, the club just hasn't recovered out there at Cowra, mm. uh, the course. So they're holding the Cowra Cup meeting at Orange. I know Bree and the team at Orange will do a marvellous job. They've had their own they've had their own issues uh, as as well. But race seven, number two, nieces and nephews. I'll be at Queenby in tomorrow. With young China. That's where I'm going to go. I'm going to Queenby in tomorrow. Beautiful, mate. Well, enjoy. Thanks for coming on this morning. Great to speak to you, and you have a good week. I will be. If you had, now, now, leave Reynolds out. Marlo, you and I, let's have a guess. Go on. Where do you think the Bulldogs will finish this year? I think they'll play finals. Um, yeah, I reckon they'll finish 6th, yeah. 7th, 8th, ninth, or 10th. I reckon it's a... I reckon it's a big year for my Dragons this year. I reckon if everything goes right, we can run 13th. <laughs> I thought yeah, that was that was sounding promising. 13th. I suppose that's not too bad, 13th. At least you're not mate, that's good for us. All right. See you, mate. See you, brother.